Hello friends, I am Shobha Shukla from CNS. Welcome to this podcast on women migrant workers whose number has been steadily increasing over the years. The feminization of migration is mostly visible in Asia where women constitute over 50% of all migrant workers. It is mostly poverty and regressive social norms in their home country that push 5 million women in Southeast Asia to migrate to other countries in search of a life that gives them economic independence to be able to carve a better future for their families back home. But their dreams can go terribly wrong at times. Despite making strong societal and economic contributions to the countries of origin as well as of destination, their journey of migration is beset with serious human rights violations, including the risk of physical and sexual violence, harassment and abuse. From being duped by recruiting agents in their home country to suffering inhuman working conditions coupled with social isolation in the destination country, they feel cheated and humiliated at every step. This is what Kalpana Acharya, a journalist and women's rights activist from Nepal has to say. Namaste everyone, I am Kalpana, editor of Health TV Online and former president of Health Journalist Forum Nepal. In the past decade, there has been a significant rise in the number of female migrant workers in Nepal. While their remittances have played a crucial role in sustaining households, but on the other hand, sexual and various forms of violence against these females has emerged. Sita Devi Chhatri, a single mother from Banke district in the western part of Nepal, struggling to support her three children, she made the difficult decision to become a migrant worker five years ago. She found an agent who arranged a job for her in Jordan as a domestic worker. However, her experience was very bad. 18 hours work days with no leave, no autonomy to go out on her own and no permission to contact anyone. Sita Devi faced physical and verbal abuse from her employer forcing her to return home after two and a half years. While the money she sent back helped her family, the ordeal left scarred. Sita Devi is not alone. There are countless others like her facing similar challenges. While migration offers women access to income and new skills, it exposes them to the risk of abuse and assault by their employees too. The primary challenge lies in the lack of awareness about their rights. Despite existing laws and services, many women are unaware of how to claim their rights. Yes, migration has a positive impact on the country's economy and empowers women economically. However, the dark side reveals a high risk of abuse and violence as well. It is imperative to empower these women with knowledge about their rights to ensure their safety and protection by raising awareness and educating them on their legal entitlements we can strive a creative 
an environment where women migrant workers are informed, safe and free from all forms of violence. Addressing the critical issue of protecting migrant workers from violence and fostering an enabling workplace, we must recognize that the challenges faced by women like Sita Devi require comprehensive solutions. Firstly, governments and relevant authorities should raise awareness campaigns targeted at migrant workers. This includes providing information on their rights, local laws, and available support services. By conducting workshops and disseminating educational materials, we can empower these women with the knowledge they need to assert their rights and protect themselves. Additionally, establishing a strong support system is crucial. This involves creating accessible hotlines and support centers where migrant workers can report of abuse or seek assistance. These channels should be multilingual, ensuring that language barriers do not hinder the reporting process. Likewise, NGOs and community organizations can play a vital role in providing counseling, legal aid, and advocacy for the rights of migrant female workers. Employers also have a significant role to play in the fostering a safe working environment, implementing fair labor practices, reasonable working hours, and providing adequate rest days can contribute to a healthier workplace dynamic. In conclusion, while migration plays a positive role in the economic empowerment of women, the dark shadows of abuse and violence must be addressed practically by educating migrant workers about their rights, establishing support systems, holding employers accountable, and fostering diplomatic collaborations, we can work towards creating an environment where migrant workers are not just economic contributors, but individuals with rights and dignity. It is a collective responsibility to ensure that the benefits of migration are enjoyed without compromising the safety and well-being of those who seek opportunities far from home. Thank you, everyone. The least that countries can do is to make migration safe and fair for female migrant workers through enforcement of labor laws that protect labor and other human rights of workers. Here is an example from Indonesia. Let us listen to Rita Vidyadana, a senior journalist and former editor of Jakarta Post. Purwanti was just 17 years old when she arrived in Hong Kong, the place of her dream. She wanted to work abroad to support her elderly parents in Gunung Kidul near Yogyakarta. She thought she would work as a waitress at a restaurant or a hotel in Hong Kong as promised by her broker. Once she arrived at Hong Kong International Airport together with a number of girls from various parts of Indonesia, Purwanti realized she was being deceived. Instead of working at a hotel or restaurant, she was taken into a small crowded apartment in the busy Kowloon Business District to work as a domestic helper for a family of four. I work almost 20 hours per day without any day off. I was beaten and or slapped when I made mistakes. Purwanti is just one of millions of Indonesian women pursuing their dream as workers 
abroad. The number of estimated international migrants in and from Southeast Asia has been increasing over the past three decades with countries in the Asia-Pacific region comprising nearly 30% of international migrants. The share of female migrants originating from southeastern Asia is close to 50%, which is above the global average of 40%, For many migrants, their dreams of success abroad are often shared by bleak realities on the ground. Some migrants return home bringing their salaries to improve their living condition at home, but the other might return home in caskets. Data from Indonesian Finance Ministry stated in 2018, alone migrant workers sent home around 11.2 billion US dollars in official remittance. No wonder they are often called Pahlawan Devisa or the heroes of remittance. Yet it is interesting to read insightful opinion by researchers De Irawati who stated that the label of heroes of remittance is deceptive. This narrative of national heroes of remittance is produced to conceal the manipulation of informal economy excluded from labor consensus and unprotected by labor legislation. It also covers up the government's irresponsibility and inabilities in handling abuses, violence against workers, especially female migrant workers. Everywhere in the world, female migrant workers, including those from Indonesia, the Philippines, Bangladesh, Nepal, and other Asian countries are vulnerable to various forms of rights violation and discrimination including physical, psychological, and sexual abuse. Female migrant workers encounter abuses and violence at many stages of their work cycle, from recruitment stages and abuse at training centers in their own country and then at their workplace in destination country. Over the years, we heard so many heart-wrenching stories about abuses and violence against Indonesian female migrant workers. According to the International Labor Organization, labor laws around the world usually exclude domestic work from regulation or provide less protection for domestic workers than the, for other workers. Weak legislation and lack of strong legal protection of various forms of exploitation affected female migrant workers. Protecting and supporting migrant workers as well as providing safe working conditions is actually stipulated in the, in the Indonesian National Development Plan target and goal 8 of the Sustainable Development Goals. Strong legal, legal ground law on the protections of Indonesian migrant workers, law number 18 issued in 2017 was already passed by, by the Indonesian Parliament in 2017. 
while there are laws in place in Indonesia aiming at protecting domestic workers, they are often used to prevent working women from working overseas, but rather than ensuring their right to work overseas and at the same time protecting them from any forms of violence, discrimination and exploitation. Unless women migrant workers are informed enough to visualize the problems they might face and unless they are made aware of their labor rights before embarking on their dream journey, they will continue to be manipulated by others and face problems. Keeping this in mind, UN Women and International Labor Organization are jointly implementing the Safe and Fair Program for Realizing Women Migrants Workers' Rights and Opportunities in the ASEAN region. This program aims to address women migrant workers' vulnerabilities to violence and trafficking, strengthen right-based and gender-responsive approaches to violence against women, and labor migration governance and support access to essential services. Let us all join hands to help eliminate all forms of gender-based violence and make a gender-neutral world which is devoid of gender nuances and a world in which all humans can develop their full human potential. Thank you.